live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino calling line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland. And T.J. Perry. Left corner, Hardaway. He'll drive it. Kick it back out. Luca deep. Three. Kill shot by Doncic. Oh, goodness. A 50 spot for Luca tonight. 31-yard field goal. The kick airborne by Suckup. Is it good? It's good. It's, 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 it's good. And the Bucks beat the Arizona Cardinals in overtime. Snap back. Throws the ball deep to the middle. The five stop spin dances in touchdown Cowboys and their first lead on Christmas Eve. Baker looking to respond from his first incompletion. Here comes Ooh. the blitz. He throws as he's hit. It's Higby again. Higby wins off the line and has his second touchdown of Christmas Day. Snap spot. Joseph with a big leg and here is Christmas. All right, good morning, everybody. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It is a new day. The post-Christmas show. Monday, December 16. We're live. I mean, I guess you wouldn't know that if you listen to the tape, but right now, anyway, we're live. This is real. Joby and TJ with you, A1 and Turkey Bacon. Happy New Year, everybody. Okay, I say that yet? Maybe a little early for that. Merry post-Christmas, everybody. We are back, baby, and it is bowl week. It is officially bowl week. In fact, we're three days away now. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, the the Sooners play Thursday. Three days away from uh, the Cheez-It Bowl and uh, one day away from the Guaranteed Rate Bowl. Out in Phoenix, OSU in action tomorrow night. Like 9.15 tomorrow night. Not like 9.15. It is 9.15 tomorrow night, OSU in Wisconsin. Oh, man, I hope everybody had a great Christmas. We got lots to talk about today. You heard there, sports were running out of our ears. We had a full day of NFL on Saturday. A few more stragglers yesterday, including Baker playing great. We got all uh, five NBA games yesterday. Had a little bit of uh, uh, drama in some of those. Bowl games continuing today. Um, I know TJ's going to be excited about this. The Premier League is back today. We got live games coming up here in about uh, 30 minutes. Soccer. So lots of stuff going on on a Monday after Christmas and let's start by welcoming in my very best friend in the entire world, T to the J Perry on the other side of the glass. Good morning, TJ. Good morning. Hello. Oh, How are you? Meek and mild TJ after Christmas. 
I'm good. How are you, bud? I'm all right, I think. I'm scrambling around here, but I'm good now, I think. But I'm behind what's, this morning. What's the scrambled uh, egg, A computer issue that took me all of uh, about 25 minutes to fix, and then finally, right before we were coming on the air, I got it fixed. Wow, so, man, Sorry for the man. text, Drake, if I woke you up on vacation this week. Not really, but... Um, it's kind of his fault. So So did we get it, and what's the issue, and who do we blame? I couldn't get a computer to wake up Let's in here. Mouse, fingers. mouse, keyboard, nothing would work. Couldn't get it to wake up. Couldn't get the computer to work. Rebooted the computer, tried everything, changed out the mouse. Nothing was working, and then finally I figured out a uh, separate loose cord in the back of the computer, which is not oh, easy to man. get to in this thing. So it's working now, but it put me behind. I don't have a lot of my stuff done this morning, but oh, well, we'll man. catch up. We will catch up. What kind of stuff would you normally have done that you don't yet? Like talking points for the show? No, uh, like uh, there's Monday mornings I have a cut to play today. Uh, Monday morning I have um, some things that I have to download, and then I have some affidavits that I have to fill out and submit on Monday mornings. Affidavits? Have you been so, sued over Christmas? I uh, I fill those out. I submit those on Monday mornings. I normally have my breakfast uh, ready. I don't have anything ready, so I don't have my affidavits filled out. I don't have my stuff downloaded. So I'll, I'll get caught breakfast? up. Breakfast? I don't. I'll get caught up. Yeah, I'll get caught up. You don't have your breakfast ready? Not yet. Not yet. What did you bring today for breakfast? Um, a hodge, uh, hodge, uh, nothing, it's a banana and some, uh, summer sausage, uh, not summer sausages, uh, little smokies. Um, we have not been to the grocery store yet and didn't have many options. There's a little like bit of little a pineapple. Like barbecue smokies? Uh, yeah, there's no barbecue sauce on them, though. They're just plain. And I've got some pineapple and a banana, so that's okay. what I got going today. That's an odd collection. Of uh, well, that's what I said. Foods. It is a odd collection, but it was just kind of some stuff thrown together to... Hadn't been to the store yet. Yeah, so. Something to fortify yourself to get sure. you through the day. Sure. Uh, leftover from a massive Christmas weekend. And you woke up this morning and said, I'll take a little of this, a little of that. That's what's going on. Correct. Okay, I got you. It's been a rough start to the day. My I'm Ford so app had logged me out. I can't remember my login. I couldn't pre start my truck. It's been a weird start to the day, but. We'll survive. Your we'll survive. app had logged you out. Yeah, yeah, don't know what's going on. It's never Are logged me out in? in like two years of owning that truck. So, no, I'm not in yet. I can't remember. Can't remember anything. So, you need to go back to bed. I do. I do. Well, I'm sorry, and I hope. No, it's nothing. The major. day gets better from now. From oh, this it will. Point on. It, will. it will. How was your Christmas tea? Oh, it was wonderful. How was yours? Um. Fantastic. Just really great. Really, really great. Um, Santa was good to us. My whole, my, my, all, all of the kids were here. Um, we played games. We watched movies. We watched ball games. We ate great food. Um, you know, kind of everything you hoped for happened. Uh, it was a great Great Christmas. Excellent. Not just the day. The day was great, but the whole, ever since you and I last talked. Let me recap what's happened since you and I last talked. Starting with uh, Peyton Bowen Bowen flipping back to OU. Yes, before you get into that. So when we left at 9 o'clock, obviously, we knew he hadn't sent in the letter, but, uh, you know, we assumed he was going to Oregon. So that's what we talked about all Thursday morning. Well, we had the replay on Friday, you know, the text line on Friday. Hey, you morons! He's going to OU. He announced it yesterday. You guys stupid. Hey, idiots. 
Yeah, they're the ones listening to a show that's 24 hours old. So Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> well, the two are not mutually exclusive. We are indeed idiots. That is true, yes. But we did, we did, we were aware of the flip on Friday. I think the whole world was, right? That was great drama, man. I mean, man. after the show, I'm running around doing stuff. You know, uh, some last-minute Christmas shopping, things like that. And I'm listening to Josh Helmer. Josh, great job. I'm listening to Josh Helmer kind of give the live blow-by-blow of this breaking news that it's not dead. And then I started to get some, I started to get some secret intel from over in the Switzer Center that not only was it not dead, like this was happening, and I was like, "Holy cow! This is." Like, this is going to be a great movie someday. The saga of Peyton Bowen's flip. And then flip again. Right. The double flip. And uh, so that happened. Uh, We went to a Thunder game Friday night as a fam. That was a lot of fun. I'll tell you more about that later. And then we hunkered down in the cold and just kind of rode out Christmas. So, yeah, it's been a great weekend. Good. Good. You know, the only the only black spot, I would say, the only negative to the weekend is yesterday. Uh, after we opened all the presents yesterday evening, I'm scrolling through Instagram, and a picture comes up, and I immediately had to go around, and I kind of like, I dove in front of everybody else's phones, and I gathered them up and took them away from everyone because I did not want them to be exposed to uh, the horrific language in your Instagram post <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> I mean, I gave the warning. Cow. I gave I the warning. No, I didn't even know you could post that kind of garbage on Instagram. <laughs> Without some sort of a red flag, I, well, I may raised, so. I may get uh, flagged later. I don't know. I haven't yet. I don't. I don't think so. I spent most of the night last night figuring out how to turn you into Instagram uh, for a violation or an arrest or something because my eyes were just my eyes were. Fortunately, the kids didn't see it yet. So uh, holy cow, Teach NSFW <laughs> TJ's post yesterday. <laughs> uh it was but i gave you the warning i gave you the warning as i said i probably will not be allowed to pick out the family pajamas for christmas anymore but no they were worth it they were worth it what did your kids say oh man we hadn't told him about them because he didn't have the shirt he just had the matching pants uh so we put those on on christmas eve and uh, I don't remember, he walked in uh, to the living room or what, what we were doing and he just like he looked and he kind of it was one of those like that doesn't say what I think it just said. <laughs> and then he just starts cracking up, and he goes, where's mine? And we go, we didn't order you one of these, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, follow TJ on Instagram if you want to see what we're talking about. It's a reference to Christmas Vacation, the movie. And uh, it basically Something's full. says the yeah. restroom is full. Yeah. <laughs> um, by the way, I have a movie review. Oh, excellent. I have actually, I have two movie reviews for you today. One of them on National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, which we watched on Christmas Eve. So, you got that to look forward to. 
But other than that, uh, everything good for you? How did the party go Saturday night, the tamale party? Went great. Uh, drove to and from uh, Arlington on Friday. That went well. Just Everything was like it's just a busy weekend. So the party went great. Had a nice time, even though that was a little rush for some because of uh, split families and getting kids to different parents. and so. But it all worked out and had a good time. Had some tamales and rice were and beans and cheesecake. Good? Oh, they were great. They were great. They were with it. Let me uh, congratulate them. Uh, they were with it at uh, Super Mercado. They had my order ready. Boom, I was in and out quickly. Ted's. Come on, Ted's. Actually, I can't blame Ted's. I know it's always so, busy on Christmas Eve. And Super with those Mercado orders. is where you get the tamales? Yes, huh? yes. And or Super Morales, whatever it's called in uh, more. You ordered those in advance? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's a grocery store, though, right? Yes, but they do homemade tamales, and then they've they actually got like a kitchen over there where you can like order food and stuff. They've got booths and. Man, I'm gonna yeah. have to try that out. Yeah, I it looks good. That before, okay. I mean, I can I can speak on the tamales and. Yeah. But yeah, the rest of the food when I see people eating over there, it looks good. Okay. All right. All right. And then uh, go poor ahead. Ted's. I mean, it's just so packed and busy, and like you schedule your pickup time, but it's you know you're going to wait every year, and then they they deal with the people that are what very are you difficult. From there, beans and rice. Uh, we got Chips. uh, yeah, like three setups: beans and rice and tortillas is what we picked up okay. from there. So, okay, yeah. all, right. all right. So I uh, was there for my pickup was supposed to be at three thirty. I think I left at four fifteen, four twenty. So it took about. Gonna have to pick it up, minutes. Ted's. That's unacceptable. I almost got in a fight at Ted's, but I. With an employee? Now with an old man that thought he was more important than everyone else, and he had a four o'clock pickup. I said, "I have a three thirty. Go sit down." And he was not going to sit down. He was going to get in everyone's way. Did you really and tell this elderly man? I to go said sit down? so. I'm waiting, and I can't get through because there are. Angry 50-something-year-old men, little older than us, probably early 60s, late 50s, that think that they got there early so their order should be ready. And she tried explaining to them, we've got hundreds of orders. That's why everybody's by a time. There's people that are still waiting to get out ahead of you. Please take a seat. We'll get with you as soon as we can. And there's a few of them not hearing any of that. So they're making a scene, and they're blocking everybody where we can't see what orders are getting ready. And she's trying to yell them out. And I finally see, after waiting, I Katie's just sitting there, and I see her name, and I'm like, man, I don't know how long that's been sitting there, but I'm a little angry right now. And uh, I say, I'm uh, standing behind him in his ear, you know, I might have known my order was ready if you weren't the most important man in the world and got out of someone's way. <laughs> and then I turned to his wife, and I said, congratulations on being married to the most important man in the world. You did not say And that. Uh, she looked up at me like she knew and went back down to her phone. She knew he was causing a scene. Did you really say this? Yes. Oh my I had had it by then with the dude. He was being rude to the girl. She was working her rear off. And I bust through him and grabbed my stuff, paid her, gave her her tip, and uh, walked out. So he never responded to me. Jerk. Oh, my gosh. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. I held it in as long as I could. I was fuming. I was fuming for about 30 minutes, and then I said, I can't take it anymore. My order was sitting right there, but I couldn't get through past the dude because him and this other old man are blocking the way thinking they've got to have their food right then, even though others have been waiting a lot longer. Right. So I kind of smarted off to him and oh his wife. Yo, I got to tell you, I got up Christmas Eve. Jenny has done 
the vast majority of the Christmas shopping for us this year. And I haven't really gotten out and done any shopping. I bought a few things online, but I haven't really gotten out. I've talked to you about this before. I want to, at least once, I got to feel the hustle and bustle of Christmas. You know, I want to be out in it. I want to be throwing elbows. I want to be telling old men they're not the most important thing in the world. You know, all that kind of stuff. And uh, so we wake up on Christmas Eve. And I, she's like, what are you doing today? And I was like, I really, I got a couple of things. I still, I'm going to get out. I'm going to get out. And I, you know, I don't, I got three or four th- places I want to go and then I'll be back. And then that's it. I'll be done. You right. I want to go with. And she's like, no, no, no. I don't want to get out anymore. I'm done. I was like, all right. I promise I, I, I'll try not to be going long. This is like 11 o'clock in the morning, something like that. So I go to... One, two, I went to three different stores. I had to go to three different stores and then the grocery store. And I go to these three different stores. It's Christmas Eve, and it's like it's a normal Saturday. Like, there's no crowds. I'm not fighting anyone. I've got easy parking places. I'm a little bit disappointed, to be honest with you. Like, it's not chaotic at all. I walk in, I get what I want, I go right to the register, I get it. It's just not that feeling, you know? Sure. And then I went to the grocery store. And I hit Crest on the way home to pick up the one thing that we forgot. And it was like World War III had broken out in Crest. And I was like, oh, yes. People are yelling at each other, <laughs> cursing. Dogs and cats' heads are popping off. Well, that was There's me no at a restaurant for a few in. minutes. There's nowhere to park. People are honking at each other in the parking lot. It was complete chaos, and I got my taste of Christmas. And then I went home, and I was happy. I just needed a taste of the Christmas chaos, and I got you it. You got it. You got it. got it. All right, we're underway. December the twenty sixth. Cheez-It Bowl game week has arrived. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. Toby and TJ back with you. T-Row in the Morning Show. This hour brought to you by McIntyre Law. Serving clients in Oklahoma nationwide. They are Oklahoma's personal attorney uh, injury attorneys. Over $250 million won for their clients. You don't pay any fees unless they win for you. And they're going to win. 405-917-5200 or McIntyreLaw.com. Uh, I can tell many of you are still sleeping in, are not working on this holiday week for a lot of people, as we only have one. Merry Christmas and welcome back, guys, here this morning. You guys are not. Yeah. Active Wake on the text up, line. Uh, you all, you were mad at us all Friday morning. Well, it is the holiday today. I know. I know. They were mad at us Friday morning over some stuff. Uh, I do like looking back at some of this. Like, people are asking us questions about stuff we were discussing on Thursday on Friday. And uh, then the, one, the, the ones that are angry at us over the uh, Peyton Bowen news. Which, like you said, that... That drama was a lot of fun, and then the stories that you start hearing of, uh, man, he really got his parents. That's why he said Oregon to shock mom and dad. Like, now will you listen to me? Like, I don't know, you know, how much truth there is to all of this, but that was um, that was exciting and fun. I don't, <laughs> just wild, and I can only imagine the the phone calls and the conversations 
within that household and with him, with coaching staffs and everything else that was going on that day as, as people were just scrambling trying to get his services. So I did not do any of the signing day coverage. Uh, it was Wednesday, and if you remember, we got back from uh, Charlotte in the middle of the night, Tuesday night. Yes. There was a moment on Tuesday when I was going to go straight from the airport to your studio, do the show straight from your show to campus and do another show. And fortunately, that all worked itself out. So so uh, uh, I don't know if it was Chris or Chad. Uh, somebody else ended up picking it up. And But I knew no Teddy and Gabe were there and part of the signing day coverage. And I, and I listened to their podcast yesterday on my walk with my new headphones. And, um, yeah. And um, they were with BV right after he got the news. He went from that press conference on Wednesday straight to their set to do his signing day show. Right. And on the way over got the Peyton Bowen news. And listening to them talk about watching him is pretty funny. They said he was, like, laughing, but it was, like, one of those evil laughs. Like, he couldn't. He part couldn't believe what was going on, and he was, like, texting a 1,000 miles an hour. So couldn't and believe he had picked Oregon or couldn't believe that people yes. were falling? Okay, okay, okay. Couldn't believe that he had had a press conference and picked up the Oregon. Gotcha, hat. Like, gotcha. Uh, like, that's not what he had been told, obviously. Sure. And, and they said on their podcast, again, I wasn't there, but they said on the, on the podcast that, that, they, that they knew it wasn't over. Like, Brent was like, this ain't over. Say <laughs> <Saint> over, like, <laughs> and uh, like he was just a man possessed with this isn't this isn't gonna go down like this, you know. So I I can't wait. I don't know if we'll ever know. I guess, but what happened in the Bowen House leading up to signing day, <laughs> during the signing process, <laughs> right. signing day process, and especially after that ceremony. Yes. Is fascinating, it, obviously. It would have and been would, reality gold, I'm assuming. Yeah. Everybody's got their opinion that mom wanted Notre Dame and dad wanted Oregon and Peyton wanted Oklahoma and they're all at odds with each other. I don't know what the truth is, but I do I do know what mom's reaction was on signing day. And um, I thought the kids – I thought the kid botched it, obviously – but he handled the uh, recommit or the, the signing, the, the flip to Oklahoma, the little graphic he put out and everything. That's the first one of those I've read, honestly, that, from cover to cover in a while. Yeah, the first one I I didn't skip to the last paragraph or the yeah, last phrase right. to see what they're saying. Yes, I read the whole thing as well. Same. I was the same. Yes, it was the exact same way. I think everybody was. And I thought he handled it well. Now. Obviously, I'm looking at that through crimson-colored glasses, but he his his uh, message was basically, "All right, I'm sorry, I did not handle this well at all. I botched the whole signing. I the pump fake on the Notre Dame hat was not cool at all. Uh, I'm a sorry to Oregon. I'm sorry to Notre Dame. You know, all, he basically fell on the sword, and then said he's going to Oklahoma. So, but TJ, Sooner Nation needed that, man. Like, whoo, that felt good, didn't it? They got the class they were expecting. Every one of them, we talked about it on Thursday, every one of them 
but it felt like they had had a disaster of a recruiting period because of how Wednesday played out. So, yes, they did need that. And then there was, you know, it was champagne popping and uh, celebrations all over town. Sooner Nation got a win. A high-profile win. Not that they hadn't already in that signing class, but, I mean, on signing day after the season that they had had and just another punch to the face, two more on signing day, they needed a win. And for that to unfold like it did on Friday was high drama. High, high. That was That's as good of a signing day drama as I can remember in quite some time. Because signing day kind of turned into a bunch of nothing in recent years. Yeah, and it it pretty much is. So many of these kids have let you know in advance, and um, there's not you know the little bit of drama that played out was him. So and then it spun off into the next day. So that was yeah, that was a lot of fun. I have no idea if the kid can play or not. Well, that's um, the thing. Is he going to be a you know? Is he going to live up to the five stars and be this uh, All-American that uh, we're just uh, raving about for the next four or five years, whatever it may be that he plays? Or is it, you know, we look back and say, man, do you remember all the excitement? Yes. Or do you remember all the excitement over this kid and now look at him? So Yeah, I don't know. Time will tell. Mm -hmm. We've had some five stars that haven't worked out around here. So I'm not saying the kid's a game changer. However, you've got to be very encouraged, I think, if you are a Sooner fan that this coaching staff, this recruiting staff, in really their first full season, with a 6-6 six and six record, and by all accounts, not as deep a coffers as, you know, several of the other big boys you're competing with out there in the NIL bank, I mean, I don't know who's got what money, but that's kind of the widely thought of is Oklahoma's in the NIL game, but they're not in it as deep as some other people. Certainly not Texas A&M and Miami. Six and six season and not with a river of gold to hand out. Goes and gets a top five class. Mm-hmm. That is very encouraging for the future. If they can recruit like this with without evidence to show, look what we can do, they don't have that yet. They got hope. That's what they're recruiting on is hope. If they could go now get into the college football playoff and get into the mix and everything with this recruiting uh, staff, I mean, you got to feel pretty good, Sooner fan. Got to feel great. Got to feel that uh... – and better things are ahead than what we had uh, this season with the football season, the way it played out. So um, that was fun. That was fun. I had a lot of OU fans angry at me over the weekend. I apologize. I was just simply Why? putting out a little funny picture and a little – I just put out the uh, the picture from the Oregon game with Alan Patrick holding the ball up in the air, and I said, call it even. And there are a lot of angry Sooner fans at me like, call it even. I don't think so. Do you know the pain I experienced from that? There were a lot of angry people at me for posting that and saying, call it even. I was just making a joke, people. Yeah, I did the same thing when uh, OU beat Ole Miss this year in the ESPN Events Invitational. (laughs) Right. (laughs) 
that nobody bought it. Nobody said, yeah. Johnny Baseball did not say, oh, okay, I feel fine now. I had some that did. They laughed about it. They said, that's funny. They got what I was doing. It was a joke. It involved Oregon. And then the others were just like, I was there that day. How dare you? I'm going to guess Bob Stoops didn't laugh. <laughs> All right, we need a break. Uh, 405-329-9000 if you'd like to call in today. Text line is our preferred method of communication around here. We are live. This is us. It's December 26th. We are uh, back on this holiday, but I'm sure some of you can't sleep. You're up. You're playing with your gifts. Maybe you got to go to work today. I don't know. You could text us. Air Comfort Solutions text line 405-651-3439. Back after this. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. How about Baker yesterday, Teach? Did you get to watch any of that? I did watch uh, quite a bit of that. Just just for it, uh, because of Baker. I wouldn't have typically probably tuned into that game or especially stayed no. with it as long as Why I did. Why would wait. you? A couple of 4-10 and ten teams. <laughs> right. But that I found uh, highly enjoyable. So it was a good Christmas day for him. Then he went and ruined it afterwards, taking a picture with the devil. But other than that, it was a great day for Baker. Oh, I didn't see this. What? Who? Where did he go? Uh, Plank sent me a screenshot uh, last night and said, uh, we better check on Steely. Uh, may not be doing too well. And it was a picture of Baker in the tunnel with uh, Lincoln, uh, Lincoln's kids and his wife. And I said, oh. hopefully With the guy that developed him into the Heisman Trophy winning <laughs> right. number one quarterback right. in the uh, right. draft pick. Yeah. So, unfortunately, they were together. Unfortunately, they were together. But no, oh, great afternoon for Baker. Yeah. Uh, let me see what he ended up. Is it 24 for 28? 24 of 28, 230, I think. Two touchdowns. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was great. So he, you know, he had the heroic. Game one, when he had like a day and a half to to learn everything, the amazing uh, drive at the end to win it. Then he had a dud of a game at Green Bay, and then a great game yesterday. I mean, he's at the very least playing himself into being the quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts next year, at the very least. And he might get him a job in, in L.A. We'll see. I don't know, but good for him. If you're him, things well, we'll see how it progresses through the last couple of games of the season but, and he's a guy, you get him with the right coach and the right system where he's comfortable in a situation like he appears to be in right now. I don't know that he, I mean, stay as a backup maybe. I mean, Matthew Stafford's not going to play that much longer. And How maybe that's your spot. Stafford? I don't think he's that old, but obviously he's had some injury stuff. I, what is it, Stafford? Probably 36, 37? I'm looking it up. But that's what I'm saying. Maybe you just ride that out and that's your... You know, you're there waiting to jump in if he gets hurt, and maybe it's your job in a year or two. February of 88, so he's about to be 35. He's a little younger than I thought. You know, he's a year or two younger than I thought. Mm, That's a tough decision then. I was thinking he was more 36, 37. I don't think you say, I'm comfortable there. Just be a backup. No, I, I, I know do you that. don't say that ever, but, boy, you can't take send him to the Colts. What a dump of a situation to put him in there. Sorry. I think it's you could admit that, though. <laughs> no, I mean, it's not. It's, they've got talent there with the, the running game and some things. That, but Here's the deal with the Colts, and we're not going to spend all day talking about the Colts. Don't worry. They had a massive amount of injuries this year. Um, 
and they got to figure out what their coaching situation is. That's the big deal. I mean, you got to obviously the way it is right now, it's probably not the way it's going to be. So you got to get a coach in there that knows what he's doing and who Baker's comfortable with. But they got a really good defense and the best running back in the game, perhaps, and a really good offensive line. I mean, that's why, like, Indy was picked to go deep this year. And it all just fell apart because of all of the injuries and, you know, the quarterback situation kind of disintegrated on them. Mm -hmm. And they're going to get a top five pick probably this year, too. So um, I'm not here to tell you Indy is the best situation in football, but they are not one of these terrible teams that has nothing to work with and needs a million things to rebuild itself. They need to stay healthy and get the right quarterback in place and get the right head coach in place. But anyway, that's enough about the Colts. Uh, Good for him to have a day on a significant stage like yesterday. Again, absolutely. Again, Again, yeah. Um, I got a Sam Barsky shirt for Christmas. Is that his name, Barsky? The sweater guy? Oh, the sweater guy. I was like, why do I know that name? Uh, The sweater guy. Is it Barsky? Um, that sounds right. Let me see if I'm going to look it up here. Sam Barsky. Sam, yeah, Sam Barsky. The knitter, the sweater knitter. <laughs> Jenny got me one of his shirts. One of one his of t-shirts his that looked like a replica sweater. Replica shirts, yeah. It looks like a, he does not have time to knit shirts for everyone. But which, he, which one did you get? Um, which one did I get? It's a little hard to tell. You're going to be surprised to know. I'm having a hard time remembering right now this looking is, it up. This right is here. my Glacier shirt. I'm not really at the Glaciers, but this is the shirt I put up for my Glaciers. It's a couple of sizes tighter than I wish it was. I put <laughs> oh, it on for the no. family yesterday, and uh, <laughs> it was uh, it, it got quite the reviews. So, uh, wow, headphones and a Sam Barsky t-shirt. I'm going to have to work my Christmas. way down into my Sam Barsky shirt. It's a little, uh, your your son would like it. It's made out of a wicking material. Right. Surprisingly, for a shirt that replicates a knitted sweater, he went with a unique material on it. Um, anyway, I'm, I love it. I, I, Maybe that's I cheaper out, to mass produce. I guess. I don't know. Um, but anyway, yeah, that was... That was pretty cool. Did you see the, uh, I think they're called Mix Tiles that I got for Christmas. I did, and I actually showed Katie that last night. Very cool, one, that your wife did that. But two, I was even more impressed with you or whoever hung those that quickly and hung them that straight. Thank you very much. Like, that was like, so you posted that. I'm like, dude, like he opened them and like just immediately went to putting them up, like, yeah. Are those the new ones that they show on the infomercial and stuff that you just stick to the wall? Is that how those yes. worked? Man, By the way, update, they look great. Brentford has just scored. They lead Tottenham 1 0. <laughs> but no, they, I, the, I was very impressed with the fact that you had them up and how good they looked, like how straight they were. Well, I got to give all credit to my uh, son, Peyton, who is the Lego master, Mr. Put Everything Together in the family. Sure. Uh, you know, anytime anything needs to be assembled, he wants to assemble it. It's he, he loves that kind of stuff. He was drooling over the mixed tiles as soon as I opened them because he was like, oh, that's going to be great to try to figure out how to hang <laughs> symmetrically. So he and I got to work pretty quick 
and uh, we wrapped them around behind my desk. They're behind me where I'm I'm doing the show right now. And uh, yeah, there was some there was some levels out. There were some rulers out. There was some uh, leveling yarn. You know, we we thought about going and getting a laser, but we were probably going to have to wait until. Oh, you should have called me. I've got one of the lasers that stick to oh, the wall. Would you ran it up to me on Christmas Day? That would have been might great have. of you. I might have. We didn't want to wait till today to go get the laser, and so we went ahead and gave it a shot yesterday, and and it turned out great. So now it looks awesome. Uh, it does look it's awesome. It's just kind of a whole bunch of memories, uh, mostly broadcasting memories, but not all of uh, the last fifteen, twenty years or so. So, very, very cool gift. Very cool gift. I, she surprised me. I did not know she was doing that. So, anyway. That's, no. I'm, I'm having a hard time concentrating on the show because I continue looking at the wall. Looking at him? Today, I don't time. blame you. No, it was a very cool gift. And then, uh, like I said, I was most impressed with the fact that it was already up and organized that way. And uh, how cool it looked, how it curved around the, the corner of the wall the way that you guys did it. So, excellent job. We need a break. And then uh, maybe on the other side, or I got an admission. I got a, an apology and an admission to make to you. I'm going to have to walk something back. Huh. Monday, December 26th, uh, T-Row in the Morning Show, post-Christmas edition. We are live today. We'll be back. Football is here, and your home for the best Sooner coverage statewide is the ref. From the booth to the sidelines and beyond, our guys are there. The OU football talk you crave is right here. On your home for Sooner fans, the Ref Radio Sports Network. T-Row in the morning show. We are back. We are live. It is December 26th. This hour is brought to you by McIntyre Law, your personal injury attorney, 405-917-5200 or McIntyreLaw.com. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Gunny tuned in right when I was saying, uh, was saying a lot of people were sleeping in. He said, you're right. I missed the first 20 minutes or so. Do you have an auctioneer voice like Steely to recap? TJ Perry. I like how uh, he has started uh, putting my full name but spelling Perry with a, like a pair, P-E-A-R-Y. Mm, okay. uh, very clever there. You have to podcast it, right? Go back, to uh, go back and listen on the podcast. I don't, well, I'm not going to do an auctioneer voice for you. you got to get up. Set your alarm, Gunny. Come on. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Click Show some dedication. To, click to view image. Oh, it's a, look, a bunch of little cute minions saying welcome back. Look at that. Thank you, minions. Mm. Uh... <laughs> I had a blast. Saran Wrap Ball was a blast with the family. The Richard. That's how I signed it. The Richard. Right. Merry Christmas and welcome Saran back. Saran Wrap Ball. Um, that, I think that was Tyler. I think I saw Tyler's family post that. They uh, were playing some game where they were trying to unwrap something in Saran Wrap while others were rolling dice. And if you got the Saran Wrap unrolled before they hit something, then you got the prize in the Saran Wrap, I think. All right. So I had never seen that before, but I think that may be what he's talking about. That was Tyler, not me if, or, or Toby, if that's what you were referring to. Or maybe your family played that, and I hope if that's the case, I'm glad you had fun. Um, I liked Bowen's statement. People want to criticize the kids, but how about the adults in the room? Seems like everyone was pulling him in a direction, offering money, etc., instead of helping to guide him in the toughest decision so far in his life. Yeah, it's funny now you're hearing some of these coaches come out, especially coaches like Jimbo, like, man, we've got to get control of this. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Jimbo's like, I'm fine if it's me throwing out all the millions of dollars, but wait a right. minute. Others are stealing my kids that have millions of dollars, too. I don't like as much when we don't have the number one class. Right. So, but that is correct. And that's that's a shame if you're if your parents are pulling you in, in such a way that they won't listen to what you maybe are wanting in your life, and maybe they had their reasons for Notre Dame or Oregon or, or whatever they may have been, you know, supposedly pressuring him to do. Um, and a lot of that could have been, you know, so much talk was about the girlfriend and stuff, and they may have been saying, they may have been thinking he was making that decision solely on chasing a girl to Oklahoma or something, and it may have been, hey, we can't have you chasing a girl, you're you're 18, you got a lot of life ahead of you, like, we understand you like this girl now, but, so, there, there's no telling what was going on behind the scenes, but. No telling. Yeah. And, no and, telling. And the, the, the texter's right, though. They are getting pulled in a thousand different directions, and that's why some of them are like, dude, I made my decision, leave me alone, you know. You see some of those guys post that, like, hey, respect it, like, I'm done, like, the process is over, like, this is where I'm going, so. It was so much fun. When those first, when they first started getting recruited, sure, you like, get that first letter cow, or two or that first call. That are after yeah, me, coaches coming to my games and stuff. You're you're BMOC, and by this point, you're like, oh, please be over with, please leave me alone. <laughs> uh, let's see what else we have here. Um, are we the first couple to win King of the Mountain? My husband Larry won when we lived in Yukon. Don't know what year. Maybe 2013 to 2016. Wow. He never picked up his prize, though. That's from Tanya C. Do we have a winner? We do. Whoa. We do. I'll tell you about it on the other side. I can't imagine there's ever been another couple that's won it, but it is over. King of the Mountain is over. We will declare the official winner next on the T-Row in the Morning Show.